Back in action, ladies and gentlemen, from the break on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information, hottest show on the streets, your number one source for content when it comes to the Crimson Tide. This is In My Own Words, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, live in studios. People, we are two days away from Alabama Duke set for Saturday inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And after having a great conversation with my good friend Justin Wagner previewing the Duke Blue Devils as he comes from the ACC Digital Network, we were going to have former Alabama walk-on quarterback Josh Palais in this segment. But as always, when different pieces of new information come out, we got to hit that first. So we will revisit Palais at another time. But even with all the hoopla that has gone on in the last couple of days around the program with you got the four players, Brian Robinson, Najee Harris, Terrell Lewis, and uh, Devonta Smith being suspended for missing a team function. And then you got the hurtful injury that was suffered on Tuesday after practice. It was reported and confirmed on Wednesday involving one Dylan Moses, the junior, an inside linebacker, the captain of the defense, sustaining a torn anterior cruciate ligament to his knee, torn ACL, expected to miss the entire season. With all of this going on, you have some fans that are going towards the ledge about the jump off, and quite a few of them have hit that panic button pretty hard. But me, I'm calm. Me, no panic, no fear. Me, in a very, very cool and calm mood. And the reason why is this 2019 freshman class is a super group. I remember when Pierce Quigg was the first commitment. And when he committed, he sat there and said, I'm going to take it upon myself to make this the best class that Nick Saban has ever brought in. And he did that. He got all the talent in, and now it's time for that talent to produce on the field. And prior to the Dylan Moses injury, you had three guys, DJ Dale, Will Riker, and Christian Harris, already named as starters. And you had a handful of other guys that were going to get big-time playing, big-time playing opportunities. And as you guys as fans and myself and others in the media eye here, we should already have an idea. Nick Saban does not care about classification. He does not care about age. As long as you are willing, competitive, tough, coachable, teachable, you've got the physical tools and you got some mental capacity there to pick up and learn the system and you're willing to get out there and make plays, Saban will put you on the field Saban will play you. Nick Saban will start you. I mean, do we have to be reminded of a 2017 season where it was the 2018 National Championship game against Georgia, and in the second half, it was nothing but freshmen on the field. Nothing but freshmen. And it was the freshmen that rescued, saved, got Alabama the come-from-behind 26-23 overtime victory over the Bulldogs to win the college football playoff national championship. So that should tell you right there. Nick Saban can care less about classification, can care less about age, 
you willing, you're capable, you put all your effort into it, you got some physical tools, you got the mental capability to learn this system, Saban's going to put you on the field, period. And when you look at the two linebackers, the two freshmen, Shane Lee and Christian Harris, one, an early enrollee, the other came in between late May and early June, and now both will start this game against the Duke Blue Devils. And for me, I feel like Pete Golding has the national world exactly where he wants it at. I mean, the stage was already big for Pete Golding as he walks into being the primary coordinator for the University of Alabama this season after being the co-DC a season ago and then having nine years of experience calling defenses, running schemes, things, uh, things of that nature. But with this piece of adversity happening to Dylan Moses, now that moment intensifies for Pete Golden because he is going to have an opportunity to take two young men, two fresh-faced 18-year-old kids, and Shane Lee and uh, Christian Harris, and pull the maximum potential out of them. And if Golden can get both of these two, there's going to be some bumps in the road. There's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be a few hiccups. But as I mentioned in a previous podcast, a lot of coaches nowadays will say, if the young talent's got a high upside, I will deal with the problems. I will deal with the mistakes. I will deal with the issues. You just let that fall on me being the coach. I want to push out the upside. That's what a lot of coaches are thinking nowadays and for Pete Golding if he can get both of these two maxed out to their full potential have them both play at a higher level simplify the game plan for them so they don't have to think as much get them lined up on the field and they go out there and they put up immense showings throughout the entire season I don't want to hear one iota of a negative thought about Pete Golding because that's that gears toward big time player development and he's got a chance at doing that this year because if you look at it yes you do not have Dylan Moses on the field but Anthony Jennings can help the two linebackers line up and not just him you got Christopher Allen who's in the leadership role can help both guys line up you got leadership players in the secondary Shaheem Carter Xavier McKinney Jared Maiden all three of those guys can help Christian Allen Christian uh, Harris, excuse me, and Shane Lee be in the right spots. And if push comes to shove, those two can go back to what guys like Blake Sims, Jacob Coker, and Jalen Hurts did from the offensive perspective at quarterback. When they needed a quick assurance, they looked at the sideline at Lane Kiffin during Kiffin's time at Alabama, and Kiffin gave them the go-ahead. You have a guy in Pete Golding who operates from a defensive back's mindset, while at the same time, he had a big hand in getting both linebackers to the Crimson Tide in this class. So if Shane Lee and Christian Harris have a slight problem, they can look over to the sidelines and be like, Coach Pete, we good, we good. Coach Golden can give them the thumbs up and both guys can be ready to roll. I mean, uh, just looking at Christian Harris for a minute here, this was somebody coming from the Louisiana area. This is a guy coming out of Baton Rouge, four-star, who played wide receiver and DB in high school at University Lab School. So 
when you come from that Texas, Louisiana area, you are playing against the best competition, period. You go down to that area and shake a tree limb, five stars are coming at will. Shaking that tree limb. So Chris, uh, Christian Harris is playing linebacker, but he's got a defensive backs field. Seeing how he played DB and wide receiver in high school. The kid's got tremendous ball skills. And upon him getting on the field, you're going to see those instincts unlock and come full circle starting off against Duke. And then Shane Lee, I think the guy is a young D'Amico Rhines, six foot, 100, uh, 246 pounds, excuse me, coming from the Maryland area. The four-star, a guy that can nine guys up, seeing how coming in in January, he's already got a good bit of the system locked down. And with him learning a good bit of the system and Christian Harris coming in in June, doing enough to already become a starter, it's like Nick Saban says, sometimes you just got to play the freshman. Sometimes you just got to get these guys that on-the-job training. And uh, though it comes quicker than what most expected, it was going to happen one way or another. I mean... Just going back to the 2017 season for just a moment, when Alabama was out over a million linebackers, Dylan Moses had to play as a true freshman. He had to go out there. He had to give all the effort. He had to be willing. He had to be coachable. Sometimes probably was not in the right spot, but you had to play him because of the injuries. And Dylan Moses went out there, did what he had to do, and won the starting job. And it's the same thing here. Shane Lee... Christian Harris, you got to play these guys to see what the future entails, but to see what these guys have in terms of being able to step on the field, emerge quickly, and help lead a group that's trying to get back to the national championship and win it. I'm not panicking. It's a hurtful moment for Dylan Moses because I like the guy, big time leader, great young man, great personality, but Pete Golding, this is his moment, his chance to show the world, I'm here, I'm the next big thing, I can run a defense, and what a way for him to start by getting the likes of Christian Harris and Shane Lee prepared to go out here and set the world on fire, starting against Duke, and I am ready to see this happen. Well, folks, that leads us to our final break here on the show don't touch that down as always you pick up the touchdown alabama magazine app you download it on your iphone if you're rocking team apple google play store if you've got the android phone get all your news notes and information there for the smart diehard tide fan you can also subscribe to tdalabamamag.com pick you up that subscription today to be locked in on your team and subscribe to touchdown alabama magazine on youtube Get with the site with over 1 million video views and over 5,000 subscribers strong thanks to you, the fans. Upon our return, we dive into a special guest I'm bringing into the building. We're bringing back Leonard Stevens of Step-by-Step Performance Training out of Birmingham, Alabama. Don't miss it, folks. When we return to end my own words.